And when we can begin to see that there's wisdom in our vulnerability, that then too helps us to become more integrated in who we are. And we can show up as a whole being, you know what I mean? Instead of this fragmented version of ourselves that's trying to fit into all these different places and, and, and our energy is not as potent as it could be. Our impact is not as potent as it can be. Our passion doesn't come across the way that it's meant to come across. This week's episode is sponsored by SheHub.tv. Log on to www.SheHub.tv for engaging content dedicated to women. Also check out their quarterly magazine available in print and both app stores. SheHub TV for the fearless female. You are listening to Choosing Her Hustle with your host, Letitia Francis. This is a podcast for black women looking to turn their side hustles full time. Each week, I'm going to bring you interviews from women who have successfully transitioned from side hustler to full-time entrepreneur. They will be sharing their journeys, the good, the bad, the ugly, as well as the lessons learned along the way in hopes to inspire you to choose your hustle. Let's get this conversation started. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Choosing Her Hustle. Another week, another guest, another great conversation promise. I am very much looking forward to this conversation. We're going to be doing something slightly different in relation to having this conversation. We're going to be digging into human design a bit, which is exciting. So guests. Please introduce yourself. Yes. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. So my name is Kendra Woods and I am what I like to call a human design soul activator. I'm also the founder of Soulful Success by Design. Um, And what I love to do essentially is really help ambitious, high achieving, heart centered, you know, coaches, leaders, and healers, um, find their authentic alignment in business and in life, right? And I do this through human design. One of the things that I'm passionate about is helping the women that I work with live life on their terms, create their own rules, create their own success and live life on their terms. And so I help guide women towards their authentic truth so that they can feel good in business and life. So one of the things that I'm very much, that I believe is important is that we transcend our conditioned consciousness in order to pursue the business in life that we deserve and that we desire. And I work with women who are purpose-driven. They're ready to take their business in life to the next level through connecting with their heart instead of their head. And that has been a big part of my journey is learning how to connect to my heart and to my soul versus staying in this linear, logical way of of thinking. Uh, What else? I some of my background, I hold a bachelor's degree in business and also um, an MBA in business. I worked in corporate for over 10 years, have been in many different industries, the restaurant industry, real estate industry, um, healthcare, um, what else? Corporates, corporate recruiting. So, you know, I've had my fill there and it was through my journey and I'll say dark moments in corporate that brought me to where I am today you know, with my own business and helping and coaching women. 
And last I'll say as an introduction is I'm also an author. So I'm the author of the seven step morning manifestation guidebook, um, number one, bestselling, uh, Amazon author for, for, um, girl, get up and win, which is like a compilation of stories of women, just like myself. And I'm sure many women you've spoken to who have taken their journey and they've chosen to rise up, you know, from it and create what they desire. So I'm excited to be here and to have this conversation with you. I am super excited, particularly when you said it's time for us to transact, transcend, you know, that is so important. And before we started recording, you and I had a dialogue talking about how business is like, you know, the ultimate personal development journey (laughs) and how it is important for us to get connected to who we are. So let's start there. Let's start with human design and what that truly means and how that can help women, uh, really transcend. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So I'll share a little bit of background because human design, I started my business in 2016 and human design found me in 2000, 2019. Yes. It was like fall of 2019. And when I was first introduced to it, you know how the universe keeps, and we kind of talked about this before we started recording like I kept getting these invitations, Kendra, you should check out human design. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'll get to it. Kendra, you should check out. And it just kept coming at me. So finally I figured, okay, clearly the universe wants me to figure this out and know what this is. And so I began to dive into it and under, and looking at understanding myself first, you know, what is my human design? What does this even mean? So essentially the way, the way that I like to explain human design is it, it really offers a a map of your unique energetic design. And it gives you really detailed information on those unconscious parts of yourself and also the conscious parts of yourself. So when you put them together, you really have this beautiful blueprint of how your energy is designed to interface with the world, right? So many of us show up in the world and we show up in the ways that we've been shown or maybe that we've been conditioned to believe we're supposed to show up or We show up trying to prove ourselves because we've been told that we're not worthy or this or that. And so human design really helps you to pinpoint the beautiful, you know, magic that makes you who you are. Uh, It is a, it it brings together principles of the I Ching, astrology, um, the Hindu Kabbalah, the chakra system and quantum physics. And so it really gives, it gives words energy, you know, it gives words to energy. And I think something you said in our conversation prior to us starting to record, you said, when I really learned and understood more about myself, it allows you to have a greater impact in your life and business. And this is what human design, like it allows you to know yourself on such a deep level that you understand what your rules are, what your guidance looks like. You know how to make decisions for you without being influenced by external, you know, people and things saying you should do this or that, it really helps you step into your, your sovereignty, you know, and your own personal power. So, yeah. That's beautiful. I I was, what I was sharing with you is that I recently learned about the Enneagram, which is slightly different from the human design. I have been told my entire life that I'm too much, I'm too loud, I'm too opinionated, I've got too much attitude. And 
that was something that helped me back tremendously in my business. I didn't know how to show up. I, I have no shame in saying that I am a full on personality. I'm a huge personality. I describe myself as a hurricane because I know that I am this force, but Outside of my business, I was conditioned to think that the force that surrounded me was wrong. So you, I got, I got into business and because of the negative feedback that I had, you know, speaking my mind and speaking as I do, because I mean, this is not video yet, but Kanji would tell you I'm very handsy. Like I talk with my hands, I talk with my neck, I talk with my whole body. And I remember starting my business and and like wanting to be on video and not even know how to show up. I would sit on my hands and then I'll be so stiff. And it, it impacted me because I didn't understand my force. I understood there was a force, but I didn't understand how to harness it in a way that would be impactful for not just myself, but my clients and the people that come in contact with me. So I think what you're doing is absolutely amazing because what happens, particularly as Black women, and we we touched on this a bit, we are conditioned from birth to show up in the world as this strong, independent, unstoppable, unbreakable force. And oftentimes that becomes our weakness because we do not know how to operate outside of that conditioning. And I think it's important. Yes, we are strong. We are powerful. And my words to you were, if we knew how powerful we were, we would take our place on the top of the totem pole. But our power doesn't just come from this unstoppable strength. It also comes from embracing our weaknesses and learning how that works together. So what do you think is some of the biggest aha moments that your clients have once they truly understand human design and what that truly means to them? Yeah. Oh, I love that because so many times what I hear is exactly kind of what you just spoke to they intuitively have this way about them that they know it's, it's who they are, but for some reason or another, they feel like it's wrong. So, so many times I hear my clients say to me, when we got, we start digging into their human design chart and we start talking about the different energy centers, they'll say to me, oh, well, yeah, I've always been a person that really shows up great at the last minute, but I always thought that was wrong because I was told that like, I need to be like prepared, you know, ahead of time and have, and be the, the good student, you know, and have everything lined up before, you know, X, um, you know, speaking engagement or before doing X, like I need to have all these things in line, but then they'll say, but what I found is when I had that pressure of waiting to the last minute and getting it done is when I really showed up. And that was when I was really able to get out of my own way. And they'll say, wow, I thought something was wrong with me because I was that way. And I kept, and so then what, what happens is we fight against ourselves. We, we push back and we don't work with ourselves. So, so many of are very much spontaneous in the moment, women who could, who can show up and riff and talk on the thing that we're passionate about. And you don't necessarily need to have the set of notes that is scripted that you're going by. 
And that is your gift. But the world says, no, you need to make sure that you have your note cards and you have this beginning intro that sounds like this and you have this and this and this. And so then a woman who was spontaneous tries to fit herself in that box. And because of that, her her impact and her power is dimmed because just like you said, right, she doesn't understand how to take that perceived weakness and notice that it is a gift that she then gets to carry forward to create the impact that she desires, right? So a lot of the, the work that, that I do is almost like unlearning. Like a lot of women have to unlearn the way of being and understand that the things that they thought were weaknesses are actually their strengths. And then understanding that the parts of them that are more vulnerable, that there's wisdom within that vulnerability. There's wisdom in that. And and when we can begin to see that there's wisdom in our vulnerability, that then too helps us to become more integrated in who we are. And we can show up as a whole being, you know what I mean? Instead of this fragmented version of ourselves that's trying to fit into all these different places and, and, and our energy is not as potent as it could be. Our impact is not as potent as it can be. Our passion doesn't come across the way that it's meant to come across. So, you know, human design is that is the journey you take when you're really ready to face and step into the true, authentic, authentic version of who you are with the energy of being completely unapologetic, right? Really being unapologetic and increasing your level of emotional intelligence to the point that you can show up and be quote unquote too much, right? But you can own that and know that that's actually a part of what makes you great. And it's, it's powerful when women get that. Uh, I agree. I recently wrote a post saying embrace the elements of you that make others uncomfortable because they are, in essence, what will help you change the world. And that's something I'm learning and learning to be unapologetic about it. You know. I recently discovered through reflection and, and getting really honest with myself that the what was holding me back was the fact that I was terrified, terrified of my potential. Now, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I categorize myself as a hurricane. And I always say it's ironic because I spent the last 14 years as a catastrophe modeler in commercial insurance, which meant that I had to understand all of this <laughs> natural disaster stuff. So as much as I've tried to get away from that part of my life, here I am categorizing myself <laughs> as a hurricane. But I've realized that 90% of my life, I have operated at tropical storm strength. Mm-hmm. And it's been threatening to people around me. So rather than stepping into my full power, I've muted myself. I've diluted myself. And I came to the realization, you know, I'm in that place where, you know, I'm tired of being diluted. And I don't need to be now that I'm not in a corporate environment. I don't answer to anybody. I don't have anyone, you know, ready to put me on some sort of probation because of my mouth, (laughs) it is the most liberating thing. But it's also liberating getting to a place where I had this honesty with myself that you're scared of being too threatening to people who don't 
even matter. Mm-hmm. We all have a purpose here. We all are here to help someone else in their journey. Like I, I, I am like full on about self-actualization and, and really buying into that. And I, as much as I, I knew about the pyramid from very young, it wasn't until I got to a place where I could see that I had ticked off these bottom levels. I can I can see it. And now I see where the self-actualization, there isn't like this plateau at the top. Mm-hmm. It's a continuous journey. Yep. And the more I know about myself and the more that I heal myself, the more I am available to help others know and heal themselves, which is a beautiful thing. So yeah. you've been on this journey for a while. Like, I love that you, I want to get into the manifesting as well. My goodness, like that is a, become part of my life in the last couple of months, right? So, yeah. But you've been on this journey and I'm just curious, what are the biggest lessons that you've learned while you've been building your business, while you've expanded and, you know, Grown. Oh my goodness. So many lessons. So I would say the, the one that's coming up for me first is understanding. This is going back to something you said earlier about when you're a black woman, there's almost like this um, encoded belief that to be strong and to be the strong black woman means that you just got to take on everything. You take on everything and you handle it. And if you look like you can't handle it, then that means that there's a weakness within you. So one of the things that I've really had to learn, and I still get to learn this, is knowing when to ask for help. Oh, my goodness. Huge. (laughs) Huge. Knowing when to ask for help. And like, I, I feel like for me, and maybe other women can relate to this, it almost was like an act of courage for me to raise my hand and say, you know what, I need help in this area here. Uh, I need help here. You know, who can help me with this? And what I recognized is, you know, when I wasn't allowing myself to trust that process, I was essentially holding myself back as well, because there were parts of the journey when you're, it's interesting because, I mean, I have two degrees in business, but when it comes to building your own business, not building someone else's business, but when it comes to building your own business, you don't learn that in university. You know, I mean, it's a different, uh, it's a different journey. So asking for help would probably be the number one, number one piece. Something else that I've learned in my journey too has been this idea of really trusting my own instincts, trusting my own instincts. So you know, I've worked with many coaches and many you know business mentors because I needed to understand like the foundations. Like, okay, what does it look like to foundation like set up an online business? What do I need to have in place? What are you know the logistics and all that good stuff? But then learning how to not just go along with what I'm hearing because oh well, so it worked for so and so, so then I then then it's going to work for me too. I spent a lot of time becoming you know, going through the loop of frustration because I was trying this strategy and trying that strategy and doing this strategy. And it was working for the person that was, you know, teaching it to me, but it wasn't working for me. And so then the message was, oh, Kendra, something must be wrong with you. And what I've learned to do is pay attention to those nudges that I get where it goes, "Mm -mm. what if you tried it this way? What if you tried this instead? 
And for a long time, I ignored those nudges because I've, we've never, a lot of us haven't been taught to really trust our own instinctual knowing. We've been taught to trust the external things that we receive instead. And so a big part of that has been tuning back into myself, listening to what my heart says, listening to what my soul says, asking for that, you know, guidance from God, universe source, whatever you want to call your higher power, and then trusting that and taking those steps and watching things unfold. Um, Another lesson that I've gotten to learn on this journey is to really stay in my own lane. And what I mean by that is not getting stuck in the compare and despair loop where you see what all these other women are doing and you start comparing like, oh, well, I don't sound like her on video. Hmm. My sales page doesn't look, doesn't read like hers. Maybe I should do it like that. And so you go through this whole period of constantly tweaking and changing because of this external thing that you're comparing yourself to. And then you fall into despair because, oh my gosh, this isn't working. It doesn't sound like me. And then it's just like this vicious cycle. (laughs) So I've learned to just let the comparison go. And I recognize when I'm in that space of comparing, I will immediately snap myself back and say, no, 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 Kendra, that's not your zone of genius. Your zone of genius is this over here. That has saved me a tremendous amount of mental and emotional (laughs) despair. There's are some powerful lessons. Learn to ask for help. Oh, that was the hardest thing for me. Like I am, I call myself like uber independent. Like I was at toxic independence level, right? I, I'm married and I wouldn't even take help from my husband at all. Yes. Like I would be there angry to the bin because he doesn't see that I need help and offer it. But if, I had to ask for it. Yeah. I ain't doing that. Nope. <laughs> Trust in my own intuition was also huge for me because like you said, it's easy to get caught up in what someone else is doing. I, like you, invested. I've invested in myself because I know the importance of that in this process, right? So I invested heavily at, at amounts that I will not admit on air because I have not told my husband, right? Like hugely I've invested in myself and then easily gotten upset and, and, and discouraged because I'm adopting someone else's version of success for myself. And then I was able to dial back and see what it truly meant for me. Yes. I want 20 K months. Yes. I want 50 K months. Yes. I want to be an eight figure business woman, but what meant, what meant the most to me was family time. What meant the most to me was being able to homeschool my children and get away from the system that I've learned to hate so much, right? So while I'm pursuing these 20K, 30K, 50K months, which is taking time away from my children, it's giving me less time to homeschool, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not fully aligned with my bigger vision for myself. Which is why the actions that I'm taking aren't working for me. And that was a very important lesson to learn. It wasn't about the people that I heard. It was nothing wrong with their strategy. But Mm -hmm. their strategy wasn't aligned with my vision. 
And a lot of us start businesses and we're just so amped up to get ready to get going to just start. Like, I just need to make money. I'm called myself a business, so I need to be making money in this moment. We don't align. We don't even get clarity around our vision. We don't take aligned action with our vision. And then we wonder why we're burnt out. We wonder why we're disgusted with our business. We get resentful. We get angry because we are adopting someone else's version of success. And then you said, stay in your own lane. Stay in your own lane. Listen, there is a reason why they put blinders on horses, right? Yes. There is a reason. Horses' eyes can rotate, I believe, 180 degrees, which means that if they don't have those blinders on and they're running a race, they're looking every which way, which means Mm -hmm. that's less energy for them to move forward. We need to adopt that. We need to put those blinders on. What's going on to the left of you is none of your business, boo. What's going on behind you is none of your business. All that you need to be focusing on is how you can get yourself to that and line, to that go, to where you want to be. Everyone's journey is different. And if you're sitting here comparing yourself to someone that's been doing this for eight years, making eight figures, guess what? You're going to get tired (laughs) from the energy Mm -hmm. it takes to get mad at yourself because you're not doing the same. So big lessons, huge lessons to learn along this journey. And I love that you brought it up because so many of us do not move forward because we're stuck in comparisonitis. We don't know how to listen to our hearts. We don't know how to ask for help. And all of that slows us down. And if we lean into that, we will never see the success. We may get lucky here and there, but if we want long-term success and in, in our businesses and in our lives, we need to learn how to lean into these lessons that you've spoken about. Mm. Yes, mm. that is so good. I love that you said that you found yourself and like, we all do this adopting someone else's version of success. I would, do you mind if I just speak to that for a moment? Absolutely not. Go ahead. The floor is yours. I love that because that is the, the crux of what I talk about all the time is creating your version of success. Right. And it's interesting because I believe that many of us are very much ambitious women. Of course, we want to have, like you said, the $20,000 a month, the $50,000 a month. We want to be a six-figure, seven-figure, eight-figure entrepreneur. We all, that's what we desire. And it's not just necessarily for the money. It's because of what that represents, what we're able to do with it, how we're able to support our families, the options that opens up for us. It's many, many different reasons, right? The way to get there is looks different for every single person. And that is, I will say to you, confidently when I began to get clear on my version of success, which is very similar to yours, right? I wanted to, I wanted to have that freedom with my family. I wanted to be able to say, oh, you know what? If we spontaneously want to go somewhere for the weekend, I don't have to worry about calling my boss and saying, hey, like, can I have Monday off so I can, right? I wanted to be able to, you know, connect with people and, and do like, there were so many things that were so much, that were really important to me. When I focused on the areas that were most important to me, what happened is the money that I desired, the clients I desired, everything that I desired began to show up because I was following the path of success that was right for me. 
when I was instead trying to follow the dollars, if you will, and hustle and grind. And, oh, I've got to do, I've got to make sure I write a long post every single day. I got to make sure that I am selling every single day. I've got to make sure that I'm doing this every single day. I was burning myself out because that was what I perceived was the way to success based on how this person was doing it and that person was doing it. The moment I stepped back and got clear on my vision and on my version of success, I received those things, but they weren't going to come to me as long as I was continuing to try to do things that weren't in my lane. And it sounds and it feels so counterintuitive. But I leaned way back when I understood like my human design and and what my type is. I leaned way back. I said, oh, okay, wait a minute. I don't need to be out here trying to prove myself. I don't need to be out here trying to work like I was in corporate eight, 10 hours a day. You know, I could actually work a little bit less with with more intense, you know, focus on the less and I can create more. It feels very counterintuitive, but when you do it and you can trust it. I promise you, it's almost like your eyes are opened and you realize, wow, you realize how you have actually been making it so much harder for yourself. And there's a moment of recognition that for me, like it brought me to tears when I realized, oh my gosh, oh, it's been right here all along, but I couldn't see it because I was in this lane and that lane and (laughs) this lane over here. (laughs) It's interesting that you say that, right? Because you mentioned energetics before and One of the things that I notice about Black women in particular, we have this forced masculine energy Mm -hmm. that seek and hunt, that, you know, that chase. Mm -hmm. And I I believe it's systematic. You know, there, Mm -hmm. there is a systematic breakdown within societies to keep us as Black people in our place, whatever they determined that is. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important for us to have this discussion really quickly. A lot of us don't know how to lean into our feminine energy. We, we, we just don't because from birth, <laughs> again, that conditioning that you have to show up, you have to go get what you need because no one's going to give it to you. That level of I call it toxic masculine energy for Mm -hmm. us. That Mm -hmm. level of masculine energy that we have learned to operate from, that actually slows us down in business um, as women. And I think it's just something important to touch on. Do you care to expand a little bit on that? Yeah. Yeah. I love that you're bringing this up because that's exactly like when I said that I learned to lean back, I learned how to trust my feminine energy. And, and I don't know if anyone else will relate with this, but this is what it felt like for me as a black woman. Again, you grow up, like I grew up with a single mother. She worked three jobs, was barely making ends meet. Like I saw her like busting her tail to figure it out. She didn't have the, um, uh, you know, a man there to hold that space and say, Hey, I got you. It's okay for you to kind of relax a little bit while I help to provide. So she was kind of in both, right? She went into overdrive. She went into her, her masculine energy and overdrive. I've got to push. I have to make this happen. It's survival energy, right? And, and I, I mean, I look back and I think, wow, like she did what she needed to do to make sure that her girls had food on the table, roof over their head, all that good stuff. So that is almost, I feel like for me, essentially, maybe for other women, I'm like that's built in me. If I want something to happen, if I want to, rise up in this world and create the life that I want, then I got to do it. 
I can't depend on anybody else. It's only me. And I've got to figure this out. And so what that looked like was really overriding my feminine wisdom, completely overriding that. And so it was, it was pushing myself past the point at which I knew I should have pushed myself. It was, as you mentioned earlier, not allowing my husband to help me. I mean, he would do things for me and I would get so mad. How can't believe he did that. He knows that I was going to take care of that. And like, really like Kendra, seriously, (laughs) but just really wanting to be in control and in overdrive and burning myself out because I didn't trust that feminine side of me that gets to lean back and receive. So I was really in this, I went from the, I went from doing the doing, the doing, the doing, the doing, the doing to really stepping into understanding this energy of being and finding the balance between the two, right? So it's like, yes, there is a point and there is a place for us to be in our masculine energy, especially in business, right? Where we need to create the structure, right? Masculine energy is about structure and about having this container that is solid, that can hold, you know, the business in place. And the feminine part of it is about, okay, I trust that the masculine has done its part. Now I can just lean back and receive, and I can tap into my joy. I can tap into my pleasure. I can tap into right my intuition and my wisdom and giving space for that. They have to work together. And I find that you know, for a lot of us, we can be in overdrive and then in the masculine side of things. And it's really about balancing that out. And when I recognized and leaned into this idea of asking for help, that was me starting the process of leveling that scale of shifting more into my feminine energy to allow someone to come in and support me instead of me feeling like I needed to be doing all the things, you know? Um, And then, and it can feel uncomfortable. Like when you're a woman who's used to doing it all, it can feel very vulnerable to step back and let someone else actually take the reins on something. And if you're a woman in business, this can hold you back because for the longest time, I didn't hire a a virtual, a virtual assistant. Cause I was like, Nope, I got this. I can do it. I can do it faster. I can handle this. I got it. But there was a, a part where I was running myself into the ground and not allowing someone else to come in and support me. Right. Um, for those of us who have children, you know, I'm building a business. I have a daughter at home. My husband travels a lot. It was being willing to take my, my friends up on the invitation to say, Hey, you know, your daughter can come hang out with us for a weekend. If you need to, you know, relax or work on your business was giving my feminine permission to say, yes, I will receive that. So I can step back and relax a little bit and be and, and receive. And I tell you, being in our feminine power is, it is powerful because the feminine does not chase. She is not out there like, Hey, come do this. Come do that. She knows that it's coming to her and woo, that's a great place to be. <laughs> Listen, that knowing is so powerful. That knowing is liberating. It is, mm-hmm. especially as someone who has needed control because that's essentially what we are when we're operating in that toxic masculinity needing control and just sitting back and trusting is man oh man i'm telling you life changing (laughs) so listeners listen i told you this one will be a little different i wanted the opportunity to get you thinking a little differently i know i'm always talking about you know the the strong black woman persona that we put on and 
how that impacts us, but I, you're hearing it from a different, we'll talk about ana, energetics and, and truly getting a clear understanding of who you are so that you are operating at your best. Like, I love this conversation, Kendra, honestly, like <laughs> just, you've made my day. So can you please tell our listeners a bit more about your business and where we can find you online? Absolutely. So you can find me online. I'm mainly on Facebook and Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at Soulful Success by Design. Uh, And you can find me the same place on Facebook at Soulful Success by Design and have a Facebook group by the same name, Soulful Success by Design. Um, My website is my name, KendraKWoods.com. And that's KendraKKAYWoods.com. And, you know, my work really spans around everything that we've been talking about today and helping women to step into their truth, their authenticity and finding their alignment, their version of success, redefining this idea of what work is through the lens of human design. And I do this through private uh, experiences. And I also do this through the, the containers of holding masterminds, because when women come in community very powerful. Um, and so those are right now the two ways that I work. And I do have also some self-study courses that I've created on my academy, um, the Soulful Success by Design Academy, which if you connect with me on the socials, um, you'll see links for that. Um, so yeah, yeah, this is conversation has been wonderful. I think I could talk about this all day. <laughs> <laughs> Likewise, and I probably will. I'm going to invite you back to talk about manifesting because that is something else that I want to dig into a bit more. I have really leaned into manifesting and subconscious reprogramming this year, and Mm then I say it has changed my life. You guys have no idea. So, listeners. What a wonderful episode, Kendra. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your time today. And I just want to remind you to walk as if every step you take is about to create an avalanche because, boo, you are here to change the world. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Choosing Her Hustle. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to press the subscribe button. If you want to join in the conversation, follow me on Instagram at Choosing Her Hustle Podcast, where I'll be going live every Thursday to dig a little deeper into this week's episode. So make sure you bring your questions and comments and join our amazing community. If you want to support us, share, 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 and make sure to leave us a rating 